the Extremis Publishing Podcast is endorsed by Heart 200, Scotland's most exciting road trip. Find out more at heart200.scot. Welcome to the Extremist Publishing Podcast. I'm Tom Christie. Today is the 3rd of July, otherwise known as Extremist Day. But not just any Extremist Day, because it's the 5th anniversary of our company. And joining me is my co-director and occasional co-writer, Julie Christie. Hi everyone. As Tom has mentioned, we are doing things a little bit differently today. These are some of the questions that we're asked most frequently when we go out and do some of our talks. Um, to various places, like we go out to visit students and universities and community groups, and also some of the questions that we get asked um, on our website as well. So here just are some of the things that, that we get asked most often, and here's the first one, and that is, why did you decide to start a publishing company? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> For me, um, it was a case of the time was just right. The, the digital publishing that we were able to do at that point became much more mainstream and it meant that we could produce books on a regular basis in a way that we couldn't do before that. And I think the beauty of it as well is that books very quickly become available abroad in overseas markets which probably wouldn't have been the case via more traditional methods where export obviously takes a bit longer. Because of the digital platform that we use through the distributor that we work with, uh, it means that files are digitally sent to overseas markets and that means that they're, they're available much more quickly. Yes, basically we now have books that can be read by 87% of the population worldwide because they're available to do that basically at the press of a button and the book goes off and it's printed for the person and it's there. And that's one of the things that it never fails to amaze me is the fact that the book that I'm standing with, this new book that's been delivered to us to have a look at, is the same book that someone else could be looking at in Canada or Australia or Africa or any of the many other places that can access a book. So that joy has never waned in the five years since we started. And I think professionally the time was right. Julie had done a variety of marketing and uh, public facing roles. I had been writing for something like nine years I think before we started the company. So um, from that point of view um, I think we were in the right place at the right time. I think it was a good way of combining our our, um, respective skills into one particular uh, business endeavour and the momentum just gathered from there. Yeah it's been something that we both had a lifelong love of reading and it meant that we could publish books perhaps that other publishers maybe wouldn't look at to the same extent but we were willing to look at new and different ideas and and hence the reason Extremis was born because we wanted to do things that were a bit different and a bit eclectic and produce books that people would go oh I hadn't thought about that. So another question that we're often asked is why do you only publish non-fiction books? Really, to be honest, that was a decision we made quite early on in the process. 
It's often said that life is stranger than fiction because some of the true life tales that we've heard literally you couldn't make up. And that's been the amazing thing actually about the authors that we work with and the material that they've produced is that we went through so many different and varied subject areas. We've seen Scottish travel, time travel, you know, films, fil- film criticism, popular computing. There's been such an interesting range of different subjects to cover. Um, and I think, for me anyway, the, the breadth of that topicality is what makes it special. I think when we made the decision to go for arts, media and culture, non-fiction, it gave us a very broad base as to the kind of books that we were able to consider publishing. And I think that's, if you look at our back catalogue now, where we now have 23 titles, they are very diverse. And I think that just reflects the difference in the writers and choices and just in life in general. But one of the things, when we go out and talk to people, what they really want to know is, what do you ideally look for in a manuscript? Well, I suppose originality has to be right up there. I think... Ideally, as most publishers, we'd be looking for something that hasn't been done before. Um, And I think we've been very fortunate in that point of view because so many of the authors that we work with have very inventive minds. They're really given to um, innovative ideas and they're open to different approaches. Yeah, it's it's been great fun, actually, starting with basic ideas and then watching it develop until you've got the final product, this this lovely book, um, for everybody to read. Um, As well, I would say, if it's going to be a manuscript that you're going to provide for us, bear in mind that is the first time that we're going to see your work. So, like everything else, that that's basically your shot front. So, you, if you want us to take a closer look at it and be inspired by it, things like um, being clear on what your objectives are with the book that you're producing, things like um, the content of what you, you put in the manuscript. We don't want to see the full book. We only want a synopsis and, and a plan of, of how you want to take it forward. And also things like grammar and spelling, because these things do make a difference. This is your first impression um, for us. So it does make a difference to the overall picture if the manuscript looks great. And that leads us on to our next question, which is why don't you accept unsolicited manuscript submissions at the current time? Well, the honest answer to that is because we have to work so far ahead Um, At the moment we have books lined up not just into 2021 but actually into 2022 Um, and the result of that is many people will provide books which are time sensitive and uh, which because of whatever reason, perhaps topicality or so forth, perhaps there's a relevance to particular current affairs, um, means that they need their book out sooner than that. So from our point of view, because obviously we're a small team, Um, is that it's probably better and fairer for people if we work through the material that we have at the given time, planning ahead, than it is to perhaps give people the impression that their work will be out very quickly, which often it's not possible to do. I think as well it's also worth saying, quite often we'll also find that people will send in inquiries about books that are maybe quite similar to what we've just published. And usually that's because they, they think they've got something similar that, that we want to, to publish as well. We tend to try and, and mix things up a little bit. And also by the time that would be published, 
the likelihood is whatever's been popular at that particular point in time when they've suggested it won't be anymore um, because as usual everything's cyclical and there's different ideas and things that are relevant at the time that might not be by the time the book might come out maybe 18 months two years later so that's just also something to bear in mind it's almost the case that if you've if you've seen that ship by the time it gets round to getting published that ship will probably well and truly have sailed as the old saying in publishing goes if you see a bandwagon it's too late and that leads us quite neatly on to the next question which is how closely do you follow the releases of other publishers well the honest answer is not very closely because our books are laid out in a schedule one, two years in advance. So it's impossible to know what other publishers are going to be bringing out at that particular time. Um, we just have to use our own initiative when we're laying out our schedules to try and be as um, wide-ranging in terms of the subject matter that we deal with as, as is possible. So from that point of view, no, it's not something that we pay too close attention to uh, when it comes to what other companies are doing. I think for me as well, the most important thing is the variety that we offer and the fact we try and maybe publish slightly different books. For us, the most important thing is our readership and people who support us by buying our books and support our authors in the same way um, to, to give them a voice to do that too. So that's really the most important thing to us. And if a, a book's good, a book's good. Um, and we stand by the things that we publish so that to us is, is the most important thing, is that our readership like the books that we provide for them. And I think that's the important thing. I mean, we've been very fortunate in that people have been quite engaged by the books. Um, that's something that's come out of various public events that we've been invited to, um, is that people really do want to talk about books, they're passionate about literature, and they're interested to know more, not just about a book and how it came to be there, uh, but a little bit more about the people who are behind those books and I think that's an interesting thing I mean that's something that really is a, certainly in the last 10-20 years um, something that has developed quite prominently is the fact that the author um, and their approach to literature is often evaluated just as closely as the books themselves often are. So having told you all about that where can you go and buy extremist books from? Well the answer to that is basically 87% of the globe um, we have uh, an online presence and the, the usual um, bigger but smaller places who also sell online. We have noticed a number of those increasing over the years as well. And if you go onto our website or on the specific books, you can click onto the different buttons and actually see the different places, the different prices, that kind of thing. And obviously, when it comes to um, bookshops as well, we're always going to be more than happy to hear from um, independent bookstores. Um, to provide as much interest for, for readers as possible on the high street too. So really, it's just a case of going in, and if they don't have the title, they can order it in for you. Yeah, that's the important thing. If they have access to the ISBN, then technically they'll be able to, to um, obtain the books for you because they're available from uh, major wholesalers in the UK and abroad. I think one of the things that marks this out is the fact of, and this is our next question, are you willing to take a chance on new authors? The answer to that is yes. For us, it's been something that I wouldn't necessarily say we set out to do initially, but we were certainly interested in hearing different voices from different areas, um, different walks of life. And that sometimes meant um, speaking to people who sometimes didn't actually feel that they had the courage to actually write the book, but we knew from the people that they were that they absolutely had a story to tell. So, we've had a number of new authors since we started. 
Now that's the interesting thing because we had a combination of authors who were well established and had quite a bit of experience in the field um, and others who were starting the writing career for the first time. And everyone is different. Everyone has a different take on writing. Everyone's creative process is slightly different. And for that reason, we always like to do the best we can to encourage the people that we work with and to work with them, you know, to make sure that there's a collaborative process going on um, where they feel that they're able to talk about their book in terms not just of, you know, the commercial aspect of it, but in terms of the, the artistic aspect of it as well. And that's, that's the important thing. I think we've been very fortunate in the sense that we've been able to work closely with the authors who have written books for us and to discuss their work in detail with them, uh, to make them know without question that their work is respected and that the book that's coming out um, is absolutely reflective of, uh, of the story that they want to tell. But that's not the only thing that we do. Um, we don't just publish books. We do offer other publishing services as well which are, are, are related to what we do and encourage people to get the best out of their writing as well. I think most prominently talks and presentations, public events, these are always very worthwhile because it gives us an opportunity to hear what people want to, to read about, uh, to find out more about what other people feel about the, the writing process and to take things on board. In addition to that though, we often are asked to provide instruction about writing and publishing we can be asked about advice and consultation regarding very particular aspects of the publishing process and sometimes people are just looking for recommendations. I mean, they might, they might not necessarily want to publish a book with us, say, for instance, as a, a, a work of fiction, which we wouldn't publish anyway. They're looking for a bit of professional guidance and uh, have, have contacted us. We are open to the commissioning of new work as well. If people are looking for a very specific book to be written, um, and are seeking a particular author uh, to write a full-length work on a given subject. So there are a variety of different services that we cover, um, and that's the, I, I suppose, the important thing is being adaptable, is making sure that we are uh, able to take things on board sometimes at short notice. But there's lots more details about that on our website if you want to have a better look, and, if there's, and we're always happy to hear from people as well. I guess that kind of brings us on to the next question, which is, what's your favourite thing about working in publishing? Well, there are so many from my point of view. Um, I think the podcast is something that has gained momentum over the last couple of years, and I've always enjoyed doing that. But the one thing that I hadn't anticipated when we started, I mean, you, I think everybody assumes, you know, with publishing that there's going to be a lot of emphasis on things like editing and book design and typesetting and things like that. But it was the things that I hadn't anticipated that have been the most interesting. Um, certainly the public events have been good, getting out there and meeting people. Um, but the video presentations as well, I've enjoyed that. Because they aren't just straightforward features which involve meeting the author and hearing people talk about their work. Interesting though those are. Um, it's when we do other things as well. We do a, a, an annual Christmas feature. And uh, there's always a bit of a challenge to try and think something totally different up every year. Um, so I've, I've always enjoyed doing that. I mean, there's so many different aspects, many of them totally unanticipated, that have made it such an interesting thing to do. I think for me, Tom comes from a literary background. I come from a very different one, um, where basically I have worked for charities and uh, retail and commerce over the years. So I'm used to, to working with people um, on an everyday basis and helping them. So 
it just was it was a great way of us combining our skills to to do this and i love the fact when i get out and about um, and i can have a chat with people and tell them about what we do because i love what we do i love the fact that we have so many brilliant authors who are just fantastic people um, i love the fact that because we're of the size that we are we know all our authors and we get to know them and work we hopefully work with them really well and I just I just love it. I I love everything about what we do and I love the fact that even as young children it was very much a case of reading was always encouraged in our home. It was always encouraged that we should broaden our horizons and try and look at things in different ways and always see different perspectives and different views. And publishing lets you do that. It lets you unleash on the public a whole variety of different views and ideas, hopefully, that they will take on board and potentially think, I never thought about that that way. Oh, I've never been there on holiday. That sounds fantastic. Or, I've lived in this area all my life and I didn't realise X, Y and Z were there to go and visit. Um, so, so yes, the favourite thing about this is, for me, is about working with people and going out to events as well. And also dealing with anybody who's interested in um, knowing more about our books, stocking our books, um, events like book signings. Um, I love all that sort of thing as well and doing all the coordination for that. Because that's the interesting thing about publishing, isn't it? Is that it's one of those industries, it's very easy to be enthusiastic about it. You're always meeting new people, you're always doing new things. And in terms of the technology that's available and in terms of the number of people who want to tell their story or to, to bring a subject alive, there really hasn't ever been a better time to be involved in publishing than there is now. I mean, there is a genuine buzz around the whole industry, um, which is, is always really exciting. And it's a kind of job that you can do where literally every day you're going to be meeting a different challenge. Uh, and there's something to be said for that, I think. It, it really it changes things up, it really does. And no two books have ever been the same, um, which is an exciting thing, actually. Because when you're doing it, we're always consciously aware of the fact, not just that we're helping an author to make their book come alive for a, re a readership, we also think about the readers themselves. How are they going to react? What's their view going to be? I guess the other thing as well, we deal in real books. There's a place for e-books, I grant you that. But to me, there is nothing like getting a book and you open it up and it has that new book smell. And it's lovely to to give us a gift in a way that you can do with something that's that's electronic. And for me, I love that too. I love the feel of it. I love the covers. And it's a very physical thing. It's actually having that book in your hand. And I think that leads us neatly on to the final question today. What future plans do you have in the pipeline at Extremist Publishing? Well, that would be telling. <laughs> but that's always a question people do ask us, it has to be said. Well, you know something, for us, we've always tried to innovate. We've always done things like podcasts and videos and stuff like that. People don't necessarily associate with, um, automatically with, with books, but we want to continue to do what we do. But we're always up for ideas and we're always up for suggestions. So, you know, this, this is, I guess, your kind of chance to, to get in touch with us via our, our website. Uh, that's been the exciting thing about publishing in the electronic age, is the fact that there is so much interaction between us, between authors, between members of the public who are interested in, in publishing and reading. It's 
been an interesting journey, uh, and I'm very glad that even now, five years into it, it feels as though we're still at the beginning of it. We're always learning something new. There's always new things going to come along. Digital publishing is still evolving. We're still looking at new and interesting things that are coming. And I also like the fact that we're in a position where we can talk to anybody all over the globe. It's not just a case of what we do in Britain. It's a case of the the people that are interested in our books. And I guess hearing about the different cultures as well, I think that might well be something that we'd like to expand upon, is to hear more from from other companies who are, who have avid readers as well, and we'd like to know the sort of things that they would like to read too. Hmm. Absolutely. And that's been really, I think, what's appealed to me most about the social media aspect of uh, of publishing is the fact that we've been able to connect with people not just in the UK but further afield. And that that's fascinated me. It really has the fact that you know you learn more about readers in North America, you learn more about readers in Australia, New Zealand, you know, really on the other side of the of the planet. And that's a really humbling thing to think that books that your company has produced uh, are being read. Uh, over in different countries, bringing an author's work to life over there. Uh, it makes the world a very small place. It does, and I guess the one thing that we'll, we would always want to continue to, to carry on um, well into the future, beyond five years, ten years, however many years we're lucky enough to still continue to be able to, to publish books, is the fact that for us, us and our authors, it's family. It feels like family, people that we know, um, it's a family business. And we hope that that comes over um, by how we treat people and the respect that, that we have for people who want to know more about what we do. It has an international flavour, though. It has, it has to do that. So I guess it's the kind of the family ethos internationally. It's, it's where I would hope that they would still continue to be and if anything, our family can broaden because social media and technology makes it so much easier as time has gone on. So as the website says, based in the heart of Scotland, serving an international leadership. I guess that's true. I guess I think that that pretty much sums up Extremis in a nutshell. So that's the story of our first five years. I hope that you've been able to join us for some of it or all of it and that you will continue with us on our journey. Don't be a stranger. Come and... Come and be part of our extremist family. Join us on Facebook and, and our social media and, and tell us about the the different things that you would like to know more about and, and read. So thank you very much for joining us today and sharing with us in our fifth anniversary special. Yes, thank you. It's lovely that we can join you today and hope this is, is the first of many podcasts that, that we have together with you. Keep sending the questions and we'll do another podcast. We are Julian Tom Christie the brother and sister publishing team from Extremist Publishing. Thank you very much for joining us and I hope that you'll join us again soon. Bye.
you would like to find out more about advertising on the Extremist Publishing Podcast, please visit their website at www.extremistpublishing.com for details.